guys. Welcome to another episode of I See Dead Pixels. I'm Nick, and today I got with me, I got Colt. Hey, what's up, guys? And with us also is Aaron. What's going on, everybody? And uh, we also today have a special guest. Today we have Craig Skits with us. Craig, how's it going? What's up? <laughs> All right. Everyone ready to go? go? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. We are ready. Because it's going yeah, to so, be a wild 30 minutes. I'll tell you what. Oh, uh, heck yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yes. So, uh, first things first. Are you guys drinking anything tonight? You guys drinking any beers? I am having a uh, Miller Lite on my end. Um, and then I'm also going to have a, a, a beard. Be- oh, there you go. It's a, a hard nice. cider from a brewery yeah. out here. Um, what about you, Aaron? Are you drinking anything tonight? Uh, you know, I... Getting about as wild as a Mountain Dew, so heck yeah, <laughs> all jacked up on it, right? <clears throat> oh, absolutely. Nice. Uh, Craig, what about you? Are you drinking any beer over there? Take a listen. Listen to this, boys. Hold on. Take a listen. Listen. Ooh, you know what, Chris? Anybody, any ideas? Uh, water. That's high quality H two O, boys. Nice. My man. That's right. My man. Got to stay. Got to stay fresh. Don't. Don't want to get too parched. Yeah, you got it, right? Got to keep it hydrated. Oh, yeah. Man. That's right. Oh, yeah. Body is a temple. <laughs> That's what they say. That's what they say. Uh, so speaking of beers, Craig, do you have like a, a favorite beer or like a favorite beer style by chance? Yeah, it's a great question. I'm glad you asked it. Uh, the answer is no. <laughs> right no, I, I, beer for me, I, I actually don't like beer at all. Uh, I've never, never liked beer. Uh, and I feel like I'm about to be shunned off your show. No, um, no, man, I respect it. I'm not going to tell you. I mean, I mean, Aaron rarely drinks on here, so. Yeah, yeah. N- Nick no, is a brewer, so you really only have to deal with him, but, you uh-oh, know. Uh-oh, uh-oh. <laughs> it's okay, I forgive you, Nick, I promise. Nick, Nick, if you can make all beards stop tasting like like grass, like that'd be great. <laughs> that's what I love about them, though. They taste like grass, right? <clears throat> like whatever, hops and barley, like that's, that'd be great. Yeah. I, I, I had this buddy, he's like, we we were at a I don't know, we were at a bar we were in like Vegas or something and he and he goes you got to try this hey he's like hey you got to try this beer it's a banana beer it's perfect it's it this is this if you're ever gonna like beer this is it this is the beer you're gonna try and I, I took a sip of it and it tasted like every other beer <laughs> I've ever had with a hint of banana so um, it just you know it wasn't it wasn't my favorite so beer beer not my thing. Uh, I do, I do, do like the uh, mixed beverages, though. So, heck yeah. Um, so let's let's jump into this, man. Um, so uh, for for those that don't know you who are listening to our podcast, do you want to give like a little a little synopsis of of your career, or maybe like a, a TLDR, you know, about um, about you and and who you are? Yeah, sure. So a lot of people probably know me um, from Screw Attack. I, I was the guy who started Screw Attack a long time ago, um, and I uh, spent about, I don't know, 10, 11 years doing, doing screw attack, maybe, I don't know, maybe shorter, uh, from like 2006 to 2000, I don't know, 15 or so. So that was about nine years. So, uh, so grew screw attack, uh, screw attack.com. And, uh, then I worked with rooster teeth for a few years, uh, which was the worst experience of my life. And, uh, <laughs> then I left and started game attack uh, as a spiritual successor to Screw Attack uh, in a in a live format, and that went really fun. I did that for three years, and uh, now I'm all on my lonesome. So it's just me, myself, and and Craig Skits. So uh, yeah. that that so it you know that's that's the long that's the last 15 years summed up in about 
30 seconds. Right, right. So um, what, what made you uh, decide to, to go out on your own? You know, there are a few things, right? Um, you know, I've, I've been saying that, that um, one, of the, one of the big things is I, I just kind of felt like it was time, right? It was time to kind right. of do my own thing. It was, you know, I've heard people talk about this in the past. They go, you know, I, I just knew it was time. I just knew it was time. And I was like, I don't know what the hell you're talking about. But uh, I, one day I just woke up and I was like, I, th- I think it's time. I, I remember talking to my wife. I was like, I think it's just time for me to do my own thing. And, um, you know, so, so really I, I woke up and, um, you know, there, it wasn't anything that, that, uh, you know, the boys did or community members did. It was, it was just kind of one of those things where I, I just felt like it was time for me to move on. I wanted something a little more fresh, a little more, a little more me. Um, and, uh, you know, to allow me to kind of be me a little bit more instead of, you know, um, not to say I wasn't me at game attack, but just, just, I guess, be me and be able to talk about things I want to talk about. And honestly, not be afraid to not be afraid to say things that I want to say. Um, I feel like there's this, this growing, um, there's this growing feeling online of that conversation is a bad thing. And, and I, I hate that. Uh, so I want to be able to have conversations about things that, um, that a lot of people don't want to have conversations about right. <laughs> and, and, right. and kind of, kind of go off on your own. Mm-hmm. Right. 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 Well, see, and, and that's the thing, right. When you, when you, um, you know, when you, when you work with a company, you represent that company, right. You start a company and, and with game attack, you know, you, you represent, uh, you know, yourself, you represent, you also represent Sean and, and, uh, you know, Grayson and, and everybody else. Right. So if you say something, it, you know, it can affect them. And, um, you know, not that I like really want to go out and do anything crazy, but the thing is, you know, when you have a, a product or, or you have an audience that is, you know, uh, uh, pretty, uh, you know, it can be, I don't know, um, it, it can think a certain way. And sometimes, sometimes audiences don't want to hear other points of views. And, and I want to be able to look at all sides of the spectrum and not be afraid to talk about all points of view. Um, so and I can do that by myself because it's me and I represent myself and I don't have to worry about, you know, uh, it affecting somebody else outside of, you know, really me and my family. So. Right. Nice. That's awesome. Um, do you have like, uh, any advice for anybody who might be out there listening that, that is either thinking about moving on from where they're at or, or doing something very similar to you and, and, and like working for themselves. Do you have any like small yeah. tidbits or even big advice or even just some sort of motivation of being able to take that first step of, of going off on their own or making that decision. Yeah. I, I, it's scary. Like, I'm not going to lie. I'm not gonna be like, Oh, you know, it's great. It's scary. Every day is scary. Um, but you have to have a plan and more than anything, you, you, you have to have confidence in yourself. Like don't leave just to leave. Um, but if you really want something, you need to go get it. Um, and that's kind of, you know, I, I love the slow Nike slogan. I love just do it. I love it. I think it's an outstanding slogan and, and uh it's like it's a wonderful mantra um you know my own kind of version is go get it you know go get it if yeah. you want something go get it and um you know for me it's it's going and getting it like i've, I've always said that it's one of the things that I've, I've always said so why would i not try to be an example right I, I would be an absolute hypocrite if if i didn't go and get it right for sure um whatever, whatever it may be. And I think that's probably the biggest thing is, you know, for me, it is being on my own, being able to produce what I want, um, whenever I want and being able to say whatever I want. Um, for some, for some people, it may be, 
passing their math class. It may be going back to college. It may, it may be getting off social media, right? Um, whatever it is, whether it's a big it or small it, do it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I think that's, that's go ahead. I think Cole, the sorry. three of us, sorry, my bad, Nick. No, you're um, good, you're good. I think the three of us kind of really understand that. Um, just a little background on us. We all became friends in a um, Nintendo Discord that was very family friendly. Um, and we were playing video games together every weekend, you know, in voice talking to each other. And we just kind of started gelling really well together and it's like well let's how about we start something to where we can talk about all aspects of video games and and kind of loosen that um family orientation to where we're we're a little bit more free about what we say we don't really need to worry about that um so we semi know obviously not to the same extent um kind of know where you're coming from with that yeah i mean well did you guys just just leave, did you leave the discord or did you uh leave your jobs uh, right no we, we didn't even no, leave 100%. the discord no 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 i, I mean I, it was just a just a simple question yeah like uh and and you know sometimes leaving i mean you're leaving a community right in, in that situation right you, you had a probably built-in group of friends and stuff that that you know you wanted to kind of do your own thing that didn't necessarily mesh with what you know their current current look was yeah i can absolutely relate relate to that no big deal at all i think that's great good good on you guys Hey, so I have a, a bit of a deep cut. I don't know how often you get asked this when you're being interviewed or, or anything like that, but okay, I'll, I'll, I'll uh, tell you if I do. Okay. So <laughs> growing up as, as a young boy, probably 11 or 12, I watched this, um, this really bizarre sport on spike TV called slam ball. Uh huh. Um, how did you get involved with that? Like wh- wh- where did that come from for you? Okay. So first uh, I get asked about it probably about 30% of the interviews I do. Really? So, that, so, so, so it is a deep cut. It is a deep cut. It's, it's, it's pretty good. Um, but with that said, uh, I love to talk about it. It's super fun. Um, yeah. so, so slam ball was, okay. I grew up playing basketball. I love mm-hmm. basketball. Um, I, I love sports. I've always loved sports. And, um, um, so I grew up playing sports, uh, love basketball played in, you know, I, I, I got pretty good after high school. I, in high school, I was just kind of a regular player. Um, you know, oftentimes players are products of the system or product of a coach. Um, I, I, I was probably that. I was really conservative. I, I didn't really, honestly, I didn't really know how to work hard. I didn't know how to work, work efficiently is a better way to say it. I work hard, didn't know how to work efficiently. Didn't know how to grow my game. So I uh, finished up high school and uh, actually got pretty good at basketball after, after high school was done. And, um, and wrestling was like a really big thing at the time, right? WWF, uh, WCW, I think it just ended, but WWF, WWE was a thing. And, and uh, I saw a promo for this new thing, Slam Ball. And I was like, whoa, what is this? Um, I love video games. NBA Jam is the best game ever. I love NBA Jam. Um, right. So this was like a real life NBA Jam, right? And all the things that, um, so, well, so, so I watched the first episode of, it came on immediately after wrestling, uh, Slam Ball did. Watched the first episode and within like three minutes, I was like, I'm in. I'm 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 gonna play this. I don't know how I'm gonna play it, I'm gonna play it. So I um you know, I watched the game every watched the games every week when they were on. And uh, you know, I I thought this was like a this was a uh, you know, a sport. And you know, it it was. It was a it was a league, uh, but it was also a made for TV league, right? It was made uh it was you know, it was, it was on Spike TV, and it was designed to fit in, in, in you know, an hour time slot, 
right? Hence right. the made for TV thing, right? It wasn't like right. you know mm-hmm. the game start and when they when they stop they end, right? It was there's editing and stuff attached to it, and not a whole lot of editing. It's like a game show. The, the parts of the game that that don't affect the game are not edited out, type of thing, right? Um, but uh, or are edited out, but um, you know, so I, so I trained for like eight months. Uh, and what that meant was, um, I found a place locally in Dallas where I'm at. And, uh, I, I went around to like five or six gymnastics places and I was like, Hey, uh, can I, can I jump on your trampoline? Like I want to be on this sport slam ball and I really love to do it. Um, and finally I found this place that let me get on, like jump on the trampolines. And I got really, really good at jumping on those big Olympic style trampoline beds. And, um, and uh, all, all the while, I'm like really into the slam ball message boards, right? right and I'm right. like, oh, I really want to try out for slam ball, blah blah blah. So one day, the um, you know, uh, one day the uh, the guy who's running slam ball, Mason Gordon was his name. He uh, he comes on. He's like, hey, uh, I'm going to allow one person from from here to uh, from this message board to to come out and try out for slam ball. Oh, wow. And um, so that was like my first taste of like the internet, like paying dividends right because uh-huh. and, and sure enough i was i was the guy he's like okay it's actually my, my username was craig skits on the board and he goes uh so so craig you come out and try out so one day I, I i drove uh 24 hours out to los angeles one day and uh went out to the tryouts um and made made a team and it was uh it was like living a dream man it was it was awesome so yeah it was cool it was fun I, I I got paid to do it to play a sport. So technically, technically, technically you're a professional athlete. Yeah, te- yeah. technically I, I was a pro- yes. Technically, I was a professional <laughs> athlete at some point. That's awesome. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, no, that's that is great, pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, and so, a uh, kind of a follow up question: How did so then? How did Slam Ball um, lead you up to uh, the creation of Screw Attack? Is there any correlation there, or was it are those two separate different things? Yeah, they're pretty separate. Um, okay. you know, well, but it's weird how things in your life, they, um, you know, they kind of, there's the butterfly effect of like you do something and it affects something else. Right. right. Um, so, so screw attack was, um, was a byproduct of, you know, finishing up school and, and I really wanted to like, um, you know, I, I finished up school and I had this degree in, in broadcast journalism and I didn't want to be a journalist because I don't like to read and write. So <laughs> being a journalist, you know, but, but I, I really wanted to call like basketball games or baseball games. And I'd done that through college. Um, but I didn't want to move to like Pawtucket, Rhode Island and call double A baseball games and hope somebody was going to die. Right. So I can like maybe move up to triple A baseball games. Right. Um, you know, there's like a hierarchy when attached to that stuff, unless your dad called, called games, uh, at, like a, at a high level, you're not going to be just like brought right in, you know? Right. So, right. Um, so for me, I was like, well, you know, I can, I can try to do this and that's cool. Or I can, you know, I like, I love games. So, uh, I had this idea of like, well, let's, let's do a radio show. Uh, I spoke with Tom, the, the original, uh, co-host of the show. I was like, let's do a radio show about, about video games. And, and Tom was a guy who, uh, you know, I, um, you know, we, we were good friends. We were, we were really good, um, basketball buddies, I would say. And, you know, we, we always hung out and played basketball together. Um, and he loved games too. He had a big old collection and stuff. So like, it made sense. Um, I had this brief little background in radio. I interned at a radio station that was a sports station and, and, um, you know, so it made sense to like talk about games and that was where kind of screw attack started. It started with a podcast that was called side scrollers. 
And, um, and that's really it. I mean, it started with the idea of starting this, this podcast, starting with this podcast. And, uh, then we were looking for a domain to put it on and, uh, we, we, you know, we're looking through GoDaddy, trying to find, um, trying to find a website to put this on, trying to find a domain, a URL. And, uh, as we're, we're scrolling through, like we're, you know, our thing was, I, I really wanted the, the domain to be like a really strong power up. I wanted to like, you know, uh, emit, you know, some sort of strength when you, when you read it. Right. And, uh, so we're looking for all sorts of like power ups, you know, like, um, you know, mastersword.com and, uh, at the time, like redring.com, which was, <laughs> you know, like red ring was, um, the, the best tunic you can get in Zelda in the original Zelda. Right. Which right. turns out had we got redring.com, like for the 360, it would have meant like something totally different. Right. Cause they had the red ring yeah. of doom. On the, mm-hmm. So yeah. it, it actually, actually would have been like really good. <laughs> but, um, but we ended up finding, uh, I remember I was like, well, let's, let's just sort of screw attack it because, it's the most powerful thing in, in Metroid. And we're like, well, let's, let's search that. And, but surely, surely somebody has that. Right. And, uh, we searched on GoDaddy and, and we're like, huh, holy shit, nobody's got it. <laughs> so, and that, and that, that was pretty much the story of the URL. Like, uh, um, it made a lot of sense. And, and, you know, the URL itself, just the screw attack, uh, .com, it, it, it actually worked out really well because screw attack, um, unless you like know what screw attack is and uh, played Metroid, um, you know, you, you really, it, it sounds really bad, you know, um, right. it sounds like a porno site. That was our tagline for a long time. <laughs> you know, like, I mean, it legit, that, that was legitimately our, our tagline for a long time. Screwattack.com. It's not a porno site. Um, and, um, you know, but it turned out really well because it was, it was kind of this niche, this niche thing, you know, um, and it was great. So, yeah, it was fun. Awesome. Well, to you know, continue on with the whole games thing. Um, just a general question: what uh, What's your favorite game console? If you had to pick one, and also what's your favorite game? Yeah, that, that's easy. Uh, Super Nintendo is is my favorite. Will always yeah. be my favorite. Um, okay. it, it's it's the best. It had such an amazing, mm-hmm. such an amazing catalog of games, and oh, yeah. and some of the games on it, like still, I look at them like, how did they make this game? Knowing knowing what I know now about this, the technological limitations of sprites and beeps and boops and and uh, like it's fascinating that they were able to get what they got out they of. They still out made of those house. look ahead of their time. Yeah, yeah. dude, insane. Uh, as far as as far as favorite game, um, I probably you know I usually list two or three, right? Um, okay, I, I I can play any Mario game uh, at any time, right? Uh, like you know, Super Mario World, Mario Three, uh, Mario Makers, outstanding. Um, but I love I love NBA Jam. Um, mm-hmm. NBA, That's NBA, but like NBA, NBA Showtime's the best version of Jam. But I just love any and all Jam games, NBA Jam. Uh, and uh, for me, but for me, Street Fighter Two will always be king. Um, okay. Specifically, Super Turbo. That 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 game to me is is my mecca, and uh, it's something that I can play and and whip some ass at. So. <laughs> Yeah, you're you're a big fan of uh, of fighting games, aren't you? <clears throat> uh, I like classic fighters. Okay. Uh, I I haven't really got into like you know Killer Instinct and uh, like the new the new ones, uh, even Street Fighter Five. Um, there's a lot going on in those games, like you know between breakers and and you know counters and all these things that um, yeah, I don't know. I, I just I just don't have the time to really dig in and learn about them. I feel that. So yeah. so you know if it's if it's simply like. 
I, I think the thing about like Street Fighter, uh, like a newer version of Street Fighter, is it's all built around um, producing uh, producing off of or countering off of uh, a mistake that your opponent makes, and and when you when you counter, you have to counter with uh, you know five six hit combo that you've been training meticulously on for hours and hours and hours to be able to pull off in your sleep. And I just I don't have hours and hours and hours to do so. So right. right. Yeah, man. So um, I have a, a another question here, and I'm I'm kind of cheating here. So um, in our little community that we do have here. We have a section in our um, Discord that uh, a lot of people can come and ask us questions, and sometimes we'll answer them on the podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's one that we've we've answered before, um, but this is from uh, Slacker Monkey, and it says here, uh, "What? So, what's the very first video game you played, and was it the one that hooked you on video games?" Well, first off, I, I need to need to be clear: is this the Slacker Monkey? Yes, the, Slacker, the Slacker Monkey. Slacker Monkey. Oh, shut up. God. Yep. Wow. No, yeah, okay. Serious. Yeah. Shut <laughs> up, man. Sweet. Um, <laughs> so um, the first game I remember playing was Tetris. Um, okay. Tetris on the NES. Um, Tetris, Super Mario Brothers in particular, um, and like those were the first two games I really remember playing. Uh, we had an Intellivision as well, but I think I think I remember being exposed to that like later. Um, that's where like I played, you know, like the tank game and mm-hmm. missile command and all those things. Uh, but I, I would say the game that, you know, really, I would say, no, no, that, that was not the games that really, uh, got me into games, you know, despite my love for Mario now. For sure. Um, but what got me into games was, was playing with friends. Uh, that's, that's what did it. It was, uh, Kevin Bryan up the street, my best friend growing up, going over to his, his house and trading games. Um, it was going over and, and, uh, with, you know, trading, uh, it, it was the experiences you learned from it, right? Like, uh, I traded Metroid with a kid down the street for, for a game called Trojan on the NES, which was an arcade port, um, and never got Metroid back. Right. Uh, it's, it's little, it's like little things like that, that you remember about that era that, that were like communal experiences. Um, it's when the super Nintendo came out having street fighter two tournaments in the neighborhood yeah. uh, and having all, all your friends come over. Uh, it's, it's going to the arcade and putting your quarter on the, on the, uh, you know, on the arcade column next. Right. Um, so, you know, there's a, there's a lot of things that got me hooked to games and just For the sure. culture in general. Um, but if I was like, put a, like a game that did it, uh, it would probably be, Probably be like Street Fighter Two for sure. So. Yeah, no, I, I kind of resonate with that, that. That that having a fighting game and and getting kids over, uh, you know, in the neighborhood. Mm-hmm. I did that with um, Mortal Kombat Two and Mortal Kombat Three. I remember right. bringing all the kids over to my house and and us all just going through it on a Friday, Saturday night, and you know, just staying up until the early, early morning. Um, and those are some of the best memories, man, for sure. Yeah, there's something special about that, and I, and I feel. You know, kids today, they, kids today, right? Uh, you know, they don't, they don't necessarily get that because they have everything available to them online immediately, right? Um, and right. games necessarily aren't built for that right now. They're built for the online experience and banging out as much V bucks as you can possibly get, you know, from sure. it, right? Um, so games are games are different now, um, and it's funny because I don't know if you guys know who Tommy Tallarico is. He's the um, he's a um, musician slash video game designer he's actually 
in the process of bringing back the Intellivision brand. Oh, uh, yes. Yes, yes. Yeah, with the, with the Amico. And his whole vision of this console is built around couch co-op games. Like the entire vision is built around like what we saw with the Wii uh, just 15 years later. And right. mm-hmm. uh, and that's actually pretty cool. Uh, I'm actually pretty excited about that idea. So, um, you know, I'm, I now have an eight and a six-year-old, right? And and uh, it's kind of the same thing, right? Like my my eight-year-old is playing playing Mega Man X right now. And I get to sit and watch her. And it's kind of like how it was when I was a kid. Um, you know, playing with my other buddies where um, we weren't necessarily playing against each other, but we were playing with each other to beat the game. So I get to see her kind of learn and I get to pass on my years of experience of playing games like that and and uh, say, well, what about what if you did this instead of that and kind of give her hints along the way. So it's super fun. Yeah, so, that's awesome, man. So with that, I mean, what are your thoughts on kind of that online multiplayer system that I think a lot of these games now today have? I mean, do you have the same feeling of you'd prefer that everything's kind of couch co-op or do you think that there's a place for those or? Well, I think there's a, there's a, there's certainly a place for, for all online games. I think, I think having, I mean, online's outstanding, right? Um, it's just the business model of it is so different than what it was, you know, 20 years ago. Um, yes. You know, with, with a lot of games being free to play. And the idea is, is to get as many users as you possibly can and then monetize, you know, 5% of them, 10% of them. And that's how you make your money, right? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, in, in Fortnite's case, 50% or whatever it is, right? Um, so you, you want to just expand your use base as much as you can and kind of go from there. Um, you know, couch, couch co-op games are few and far between now. Um, you know, Battletoads just released and and it got so much slack for being a couch co-op game and not having online. Um, so, you know, for me, it's, it's, it's interesting. Uh, I, I think there's, you know, the more, the more in games, the better, the more uh, opportunity people have to play. Cause you know, some people, some people only have on, I mean, this may, this is going to sound silly, right? Some people don't have friends like physical in-person friends. All their friends are online. Right. Um, and some people don't have online friends. So, you know, the more that can be catered to, the better. Heck yeah. Nice. Um, so I've got one last question for you um, before we, we wrap this up. Um, and it, it's kind of a weird, goofy one. So, so here we go. Yeah. Um, for, let, let's say for some reason you're on death row. What is your death row meal? What's your last meal on death row? Dude, I'll straight up tell you right now. Man, that's good stuff. Okay, look, death row meal. Where where are you guys from? Where do you guys live? I live in Nebraska. Okay, I live in Vegas. I'm in nice. Pennsylvania. Okay, so the Pennsylvania man may not may not know what this is, but I am going to have chicken fried steak. Oh. Ma- I'm going to have chick. I'm going to have chicken fried steak with white gravy. Oh yeah, w- yep. with with mashed potatoes, garlic mashed potatoes, with gravy on top of that. With corn, green beans, and as much bread as I can possibly eat. I knew like you, that. That's I, it. Okay. Strict. Yeah, I, I I knew you were a man of culture. I mean, uh, right, right. That, that, yeah, I want that now. That's yeah. I mean, hell, I said Taco Bell for mine. So I mean, that just <laughs> that shows no. you my standards. So I mean, that's yeah. I want I want that. It's funny, you know, I, I went out to eat. So like, you know, we're in the middle of this global pandemic and stuff. And down here in Texas, people, people have, you know, different, different ideas of what's safe. Uh, right. and, and, oh, yeah. You know, 
and uh, you know, I, I, you know, I, I think I think people should be be able to make the decision of if how they feel about going out as long as they are uh, protecting themselves and others, right? So correct. So my wife and I went out to eat the other night, and there's a new place uh, locally uh, that it, I think whatever year Texas was was founded, I think it's t- 1845, 1865, something like that. That's the name of the restaurant, and I had the like the best chicken fried steak I've ever had ever there. And it was, it was one of those things where I like, I ate it and I was like, this, like, this is it. This is like the number one meal I've ever had. And it may just, it may just have been the idea that you haven't had anything like this in such a long time. Um, but man, I ate so much and I'm, and it it was one of those things where you get done and you, you gotta like undo a belt buckle, you know, you're like, all right, baby, you know, do the old Al Bundy and Mm -hmm. slide your hand down your pants and (laughs) Feel feel good about life, you know. Oh yeah, and it, and it just ride the uh, the food coma wave, you know. Dude, dude, listen, like as you get older, as you get older, the more you eat, the the worse you feel, right? That's just the <laughs> like that's just the reality yeah. of it, right? But mm-hmm. there is a certain certain level, an absolute certain level of of joy that you can receive from going into a food coma. Oh my God, it's best, the best. Oh heck yeah, man! Mm-hmm. I, th- I think that's, that's definitely something I'm learning as I get older. Is those food comas are some of the best naps you'll ever have in your oh, life. Oh yeah. <laughs> Why uh, do you think everybody loves Thanksgiving or Christmas? Uh, yeah. Right, right? Yep. <laughs> right. You get done and it's like, hey, let's 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 sleep a little bit. Let's oh, let's make our bodies sure. feel worse about ourselves. So yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's awesome, man. Hey, so uh, before we go, uh, anything you want to plug? Uh, you know, social medias. Uh, Twitches, you know, uh, you know, if you have anything else going on in your life, you, know, you want to let the people know. Yeah, we know you started uh, that new podcast and whatnot. Yeah, like, yeah. Throw yep. whatever you want. Plug away. Yeah, of course. So uh, I stream in the mornings on Twitch, twitch.tv slash Craig Skits uh, at 9 a.m. Central Time for just about an hour and a half. Uh, it's just kind of like a wake up with me type of thing. And uh, I, I play games, but I also will just talk. I talk about what's on my mind. Uh, you know, I mentioned like wanting to be able to do those types of things. So, um, you know, we had a really like in-depth like mature conversation about COVID the other day. And uh, it's like not an easy conversation to have. Sometimes it can make people uncomfortable. But the one thing that, that you see in my chat is that we have like grown ass conversations in a mature way. Right. It's not, this is awesome. not, it's not one of those things that, well, I disagree. So if you, you know uh, no, mm-hmm. it's not that like it's, it's let's talk about it and let's, let's work. You know, I'm like, I'm not going to try to make you think a certain way and you, and you're not going to do the same thing. We're just going to talk about it and, Mm-hmm. give you our opinions. Right. Um, so that's what I do in a live stream. And then I also have a podcast called the Craig Skits podcast, which you can find on youtube.com slash Craig Skits or any other uh, audio outlet. But that you find podcasts on. Um, and that is built around talking with buddies I've made over the last 15 years in the video game industry. Uh, first episodes with James Rolfe, the anger video game nerd. And, um, you know, I've had several episodes, including uh, Greg Miller from kind of funny and and all these like people who have made careers in the video game space um, that uh, like to, you know, we share stories and laugh and kind of give insight to and tell stories that people have never heard before. So, yeah. Yeah. Honestly, I'll, I'll gush a little bit. And uh, I, I have been listening to the podcast the last week and a half or so. Mm-hmm. I just kind of binged all those, those episodes that you have. And it is seriously, if you guys have not gone and listened to it, it is, it's really, really good. And it, it's, I like the, I love the feeling that you, portray with it where it's just like a couple of buddies hanging out just talking about life or you know you guys' careers and stuff like that it's very enjoyable right right yeah and that's literally exactly what it is um yeah so i'll, I'll give you guys the scoop 
I, I got I got a few uh, few episodes that are coming up, uh, including um, Gerard the Completionist, who uh, is a YouTuber as you know a zillion subscribers on YouTube. Mm-hmm. Uh, Nathan Barnett, who got his start on Screw Attack, who um, who's has received like 500 million views on YouTube, and yeah, Nathan's he's been great. he's been on like he was at the Super Bowl last year dancing and stuff. Uh, um, I have uh, I just finished. Probably my favorite episode today with uh, Xavier Woods of uh, Austin Creed of the WWE. Oh, um, nice! And um, it was like we talked for we talked about wrestling, we talked about games, but man, there there are some stories in there that are like uh, fascinating. So uh, I encourage everyone once again go uh, go subscribe to the YouTube channel or find me on uh, iTunes or you know Spotify or wherever the hell it is. So oh. uh, yeah, go, go go do a little looking. Sweet. Yeah, I definitely can't wait to see those new episodes. Um, personally, my one of my favorites was uh, Gus Sarola. I'm, I'm a big fan of him. Um, yeah, really nice to see the kind of content you're putting out and having those real conversations. Um, yeah. Well, I appreciate it. Thanks a lot for the kind words, and thank you guys for having me on today. It's, uh, it's pretty fun. I'm glad we were able to make this happen. Yeah, yeah. We, we, we truly we appreciate it. Yeah. yeah. Cool. Yeah. Uh, well, you guys- Most importantly, thank you for being our first uh, interview. Nice, nice. Yep. Always good to be numero uno, baby. Right, right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, thank you, boys. Yeah, man. Have have a great one. Thank you. Thanks a lot, guys. Later. Bye.